0: Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 143, 1st 1 Kings, chapter 20. If you enjoy this podcast and the Skeptic's Annotated Bible website, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash bfw. Hi, Steve.
1: Hi, Carol. Last time we had Jezebel threatening to kill Elijah Mm -hmm. and Elijah running away and getting fed by an angel. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much it.
0: And how did that end?
1: Well, Elisha joins Elijah.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal. They become allies. Yep. Well, Elisha is going to
0: replace Elijah Mm -hmm. later on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so should we start this one, chapter 20? Sure. Great. Benadad, the king of Syria, along with 32 other kings, attacked Samaria. 32 other kings? Like, where'd those kings come from?
1: Well, Syria is a big country. Oh. And so I think these are little kings, kinglets, we'll call them. <laughs> uh, I think they're in charge of like cities in Syria. Okay. And then Benadad is the big guy. He's the, he's the main king.
0: He sent messengers to Ahab, the king of Israel, and said to him,
1: Your silver and gold are mine. So are your wives and children, even the best looking ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is Benadad telling Ahab.
1: Yeah, all your stuff's mine, including <laughs> your wives and children. Mm-hmm. Because
0: he thinks he won that battle against Samaria.
1: Yeah, I think he's just kind of threatening Samaria. And Samaria is another name for Israel.
0: And Ahab's the king of Israel, so that makes sense. Mm Right. All right, so Ahab said, sure, it's all yours. All of our stuff, our wives. (laughs) That's right. Everybody, we're all yours.
1: Yeah, I kind of condensed it a little bit. You see, there's actually (laughs) three verses where he's kind of making a little speech. But basically, okay, yeah, it's all yours. Okay. Then he called all the elders of Israel and said to them, I told you. Ben-Hadad, he could have all your wives, children, silver and gold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and but not you, like just your whole family's everything. Yeah, I you guess have. so. Yeah. But you you're not going to be a slave. Mhm. So the elders said to Ahab, "No way. Tell him he can't have all of our stuff."
1: So Ahab sent messengers to Ben-Hadad saying, "You can have some of our stuff, but not all of it." <laughs>
0: So, Benadad sent messengers to Ahab who said, I'll take all your stuff.
1: <laughs> so, Ahab sent messengers to Benadad who said, we'll see about that.
0: Uh-huh. So, I guess they're going to have a little battle. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so, just talking it out didn't quite work. Yeah. You know, they
1: almost sent more messages than we do today. It was almost like text messages, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had little smiley faces and stuff. Probably. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. So verse 13, then a prophet came to Ahab and said, this is what God says, I'll deliver Benadad into your hand and you'll know I'm God.
1: Ahab counted 232 young men and 7,000 people in Israel.
0: At this time, Benadad and 32 kings were getting drunk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the 32 kings he was hanging out with, Uh they were all having a party getting drunk. Each Israelite king killed a Syrian soldier, and the rest of the Syrians ran away, with the Israelites chasing after them. ben escaped on horseback.
0: Okay, so the Israelites are kind of winning. Yeah. And Ahab smote the horses, chariots, and Syrian soldiers with a great slaughter. Okay, you go, Ahab.
1: <laughs> yeah. The servants of the Syrian king said to him, Israel's gods are hill gods, so they were stronger than us. So let's fight them on the plains, where we can beat them for sure.
0: They want a hometown advantage. I think so, (laughs) yeah. So a man of God said to Ahab, this is what God says. Because the Syrians called me a hill god, but not a valley god, I'll deliver them into your hand, and then you'll know I'm God. Again, this is so silly.
1: (laughs) And the Israelites killed 100,000 Syrians in one day.
0: That is a lot
1: of Syrians. Yeah. Oh,
0: that is crazy. Verse 30. And a wall fell on 27,000 of the remaining Syrian soldiers, killing them all, except for Benedad, <laughs> who ran away and hid in a room. Yeah, he probably ran away and hid in the room before the wall fell. That way he wasn't part of that whole slaughter. Yeah,
1: it's hard to say. Somehow he managed to get away. Benadad's servants said to him, We've heard that Israel's kings are merciful, so let's put sackcloth on our loins and ropes on our heads and go out to meet Ahab.
0: Maybe he won't kill us then. So they put sackcloth on their loins and ropes on their heads and came to Ahab and said, Please don't kill Benedad. Ahab said, Is he still alive?
1: Oh, he's my brother. Go fetch him for me.
0: He doesn't really mean brother, brother. He means. Ah,
1: he's been my friend. You know, okay. we get
0: along pretty well. Uh huh. He says, Bro. Yeah. So they brought Benedad to him, and he said to Ahab,
1: I'll give you back the cities that my father took from your father.
0: Ahab says, Okay, that sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they're working things out here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Verse 35. Then a certain son of a prophet said to his neighbor in the word of the Lord, Please smite me. This is
0: a new story. It's related. Okay.
1: An Israelite son of a prophet is talking to another neighbor that is also <laughs> in the word of the Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, so so like two G- Israelites talking to each, G- each other. Two Israelite holy guys, I guess. Okay.
0: And he just says, Hey, kill me, would you?
1: Well, I don't know what he means by smite. He might mean just hit me. Oh,
0: but his neighbor refused to smite him.
1: So the son of the prophet said to his neighbor, because you refuse to smite me, a lion will kill you.
0: Well, that seems very bizarre.
1: Oh, it is.
0: Yeah. And as soon as his neighbor left, a lion killed him. Well, Uh, there you go. That proves it. (laughs) Proves what? What
1: does this remind you of? I don't know. Remember we had the tale of two prophets? Oh, yes. Just back in chapter 13. Yeah. Now, just a little later, Uh we had a lion kill one of the prophets. Yes. Must have been a lot of lions around there, (laughs) I guess, at the time.
0: (laughs) So, verse 37. The son of a prophet found another man and said to him, Please smite me.
1: And the man smote and wounded him.
0: All right. Well, finally, he gets to be smitten. Yeah. So the son of a prophet left, disguising himself with ashes on his head, and waited for King Ahab to pass by.
1: When he did, the son of a prophet
0: said to him, I went out to battle, and a man brought another man who said to me, Keep this man. Don't let him escape, or you'll be killed, or we'll have to pay a talent of silver.
1: But I was too busy, so the prisoner escaped.
0: And Ahab said to him, Well, then you'll be punished for that.
1: Then the son of the prophet took the ashes off of his face, and King Ahab recognized him as a prophet. I guess he couldn't tell because of the ashes on his face. Uh-huh.
0: Or the big bandage on his Maybe a bandage wound.
1: from after he got, was getting smitten. It's not clear in the text. No.
0: So the son of a prophet said to King Ahab, this is what God says. Because you've let a prisoner escape that I wanted you to kill, I will kill you and all of your people. So he was supposed to kill Benahab. Is that the deal? Benahab ran yeah, away? Yeah,
1: that's right. He was supposed to
0: kill Ben Oh, so this is, then this little story, I'm talking about you, Ahab. That's right. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I will kill you and your people.
1: And King Ahab went home to Samaria, an unhappy man.
0: Uh-huh, because...
1: He knew he's going to get killed, right? Yeah. Because he didn't kill Binadad, who and was his brother, his friend.
0: They were getting along so well. I know, just talking things out. Saying, yeah. Hey, give me your stuff. Uh-huh. No, you can't have it. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or, or go ahead and take it. Yeah, whatever.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Of course, then they killed a couple hundred thousand plus... Yes. Uh, Syrians, And Ahab seemed to be kind of on God's side there. I mean, God seemed to be supporting him. Mm-hmm. Because wasn't there something about, you'll know that I'm God?
0: I'll deliver them into your hands. So
1: apparently God was helping Ahab beat the Syrians, even though Ahab previously had been an enemy of God, right? Because of his wife Jezebel. Yes, So
0: God Baal, the Baal God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay, very bizarre.
1: Yeah, this is uh, one of the weirder stories in the Bible. I guess. <laughs> <You> <laughs> there know, are it's, many it's, weird. Yeah. You almost, when you read the Bible, you almost think, well, that's the strangest story I've ever, it's like in the Bible, he's the worst person that ever existed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's kind of like, well, this is the worst story that, you know, this is the craziest story in the Bible, but you keep saying that over and over again. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, thanks for sharing this very bizarre story with me. I've said that before.
1: Yeah, you have. <laughs> okay.
0: At least once or twice.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right. Thanks, Steve. Sure. Bye listeners.
1: Bye bye.